Hello and welcome to the newest and latest editions of Musings on 39 Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now at episode 10. Um, it's been a long but amazing journey. Welcome, gentlemen. How are we today? Episode 10, double digits, boys. How are we feeling? I'm excited. I feel like we've uh, achieved a milestone here. Although we would love uh, to have a guest on, I think it would be in due course such activities will happen again. But I think the the Euro tournament could not wait for a guest to come in. I thought the three of us should just tackle it straight on head on. But it's going well my side. I can't complain. No, this is good. This is good. I'm not going to lie. My... Uh... My predictions for the group stages were not the best, and uh, I'm kind of bleak about that. But other than that, uh, I'm doing pretty well, boys. Good to be back with you. Oh, only a pleasure, only a pleasure. Gentlemen, 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 seeing Tubbs just hit the nail on the head. I mean, wow. Group stage is done, and I could not be more gobsmacked. I mean... We saw teams that we thought we would do well just fall off the face of the earth. And even going to the final night, I mean, Portugal were in every single position in that group um, last night. And uh, they ended up finishing third in the group and going through. Um, but yeah, what an incredible, incredible group um, group stage. I mean, even if we think back to that first weekend uh, with, with Ericsson and uh, how we've gone from there to to where we finished off a couple of evenings ago. So where 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 to even begin? Um how about how how Italy have shown that they are forced to be reckoned with at this year's Euros? I cannot agree more. I feel that their defensive run I think they're on like a thirty unbeaten or they're trying to beat their record of thirty games unbeaten and they just look so well drilled, they disciplined. It's an incredibly balanced lineup, if I must yes. be very honest it's with you. Incredibly balanced. Watch. It's beautiful to watch. Mancini is really doing great things over he's there. Doing he's doing the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he really is. He's picked a great team. Look, I, I, I don't think we even mentioned Italy a lot in our in our previous. I mean, I said I, I said they were going to be a dark horse, but I mean, I definitely didn't expect them to to cruise through the way they did. I mean, yes, did we expect them to there finish two, top? Two, three, no victories, uh, not a chance. None of us could have predicted uh, that. Of course. But I think if we look at the, if we look at their midfield, Locatelli... I told you he was one to watch. I told you Locatelli was one to watch. Yes, I mean, I mean, I even see Liverpool are interested in him and I think a very, very, very good player. Nah, nah, you guys are, you guys are looking at Renato Sanchez again. From what I understand. We're looking at every single sensor ba- mid on the face of the earth, bro. Focus on the Euros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, yes, yes, yes. Let's just switch back. Um, talking about teams that are a dominant force, Belgium are looking very, very contentious. And if things go the way they go, um, Belgium and Italy could meet in the, in the semifinals. I, I personally think we're going to see another upset in the, in the round of 16 because Belgium play a... Young Portugal. Portugal. Look, but to be fair, on on Portugal, on Portugal, Tubbs, can I ask you a question quickly? On Portugal, Bruno has been nowhere. (laughs) Right. 
Uh, Please do is. explain. Yotta has um, had more goal involvements playing, what, 10 games collectively this season for Portugal? Well, and he's actually scored think, for Portugal? I think we've all seen every Portugal game and how they operate. It's essentially just possible to Ronaldo and hope that he does magic. That was essentially what happened in the France-Portugal game. Meanwhile, Burnley France football. had so many... Pretty much. That's, that's, that's Portugal for you. Yes, they have lots of talent, especially on the wing, but there was an opportunity that Jota took and you could see the frustration in the eyes of Ronaldo or you could just see how his body language just, um, just expressed his frustration. Quick question. At, hey, uh, excuse po- me for butting in. Sorry, just on that topic. Um, could you guys quickly just comment on, on that? Do you think Ronaldo being upset is arrogance or do you genuinely think he's in a better position? He's their best player. Yes, but if someone else is in a better position, you don't always see him passing now, do you? I don't think it's arrogance. I just think he... Well, he has every right to be arrogant, wouldn't you say no, so? I think does. to get to where he's gotten, you have to have a certain sense of arrogance no, look, and, I, I and think self-confidence. He's, he's capable no Coca-Cola, of... Bro. He's capable <laughs> no of, Coca-Cola. of, of um, something special and he can make it out of nothing where most other players wouldn't be able to. No, no, definitely. And he's worked incredibly hard to get where he's gone. My my opinion on the whole Portugal thing, I think they've... I wouldn't say they impressed me, really, to be honest. I had, once again, quite high hopes for them. They've got a young, quite exciting team on paper. But often these teams, from what I've seen in this hero, those teams especially have kind of let me down a tad because I look at another team like Spain, lots... Lots on paper, but somehow all these brilliant Diaz and Bruno, Felix. they're just they're not doing anything. So, I just wanted to also then answer Cameron's question about Bruno. I would say he's more he's more facilitated around working with a team. Um, what I mean is like his assists at Manchester United prove prove that he's capable of, of creating something. And when he's unable to create, he'll take the opportunity. Meanwhile, with Portugal, it's mostly a one avenue. Majority of the time, it's very one avenue that he has to take. Do you think perhaps this is also because when they play at United, he's the Ronaldo of United in the sense that in this current predicament, when United play, their objective is get the ball to Bruno. But I would say he's more like the focal point. He makes he just makes things work. Do you do you think he's become used to being having the team built around him? Because if we there's more than one player in this tournament that's also succumbed to at club level having the team built around them, but at international level it's not the same. And forgive me for saying this, but I think Harry Kane is one of those people. At at international level, where's Kane been in, in the Euros currently? I mean he's he sent my fantasy team to hell because I keep backing the guy. But um... I don't think United is really built around Fernandez. Uh, I think it was no. In in so like many words, I... in so many words. But you can't deny he's your most influential player at the current moment. I, yeah, but I think so. The then you kind of was... are building the team around him though, because he's probably the first name on the team sheet. I think the moment this this player walked into the team, I think they tried to build it around him. But it just hasn't worked out in that direction. So I think they're trying something new right now. But 
the player that United were trying to build a team around was Paul Pogba. But they just failed at it. But so we all know that just... that was never going to work, though. Of course not. Of course not. But like I said, they tried. Yes, but Keanu, way, way in on here. Do you think United have built their team around Bruno? Yes or no? I'm, just not, I'm not answering it because my thoughts were at the Euros. <laughs> I don't care about United while I'm at a break. No, that's fair. Fair shot. But, but, um, but what about Kane's performances, Keanu? What that, do you have to say about that? Um, Kane, I feel like a man's ran his socks off in the whole Prem season. I feel like the, yeah. the Southgate system does not necessarily... Do you think it's also the fact that he's, he knows he's leaving Tottenham, though? Because he said on Gary Neville's interview that he's leaving no, Tottenham. No, it's, beca- think that's it's because of you, Cam. You jinxed him. You jinxed him, dude. You were slating uh, Calvert-Lewin not too long ago. Yes, and because, yes, because that, I don't think Calvert-Lewin's good enough. Now look at it now. Anyway, so my point mm-hmm. is... Kane, I think he's... Well, to be fair, Sancho hasn't even been in the squad, so, but yes, Keanu... No, he's, but then again, that's where my point's going to. It's just saying that Kane is probably, um, he's probably carrying a knock or two. I'm sure he is, because he's clearly not at full throttle his at all. His speed's down, his agility. And down, then yeah. my second thing on that, on trying to defend the man, I won't say Southgate's... I'm not questioning his game plan. I know it's not... The ideal two defenses. Uh, it's not ideal one will victories it's not the ideal football lovers tactics however he gets a job done so once again i just don't think kane suits that and that's why we were seeing no rashford no sancho no Grealish. can i throw a quick question to you to the both of you out of the two one will victories for england against croatia and czech republic which was the most boring i'm gonna say the one against czech republic once again, oh, no, bro. They, I thought the first game was bad. boring as balls, bro. I also thought the creation game was worse, but however. And how does Sterling keep start? How does Sterling keep starting? Well, he's, I, I'd like to know as well, but he's he's scoring, bro. So yeah, I I, I knew this is I knew this was going to happen with Southgate, especially how we saw the the friendly just before the Euros squad. occur. So yeah irrelevant just so you know i'm not i'm not criticizing uh, sterling i'm just you know i think he would he would be still brilliant if he came on as a sub like we clearly did see the in, the impact of Grealish in uh, in the match against Czech republic netting himself an assist once again i i just think southgate has a system and irrelevant what any of us says technically if he beats Germany in the next round, man's got a good running. Then they play the winner of Sweden, Ukraine yeah, so in the quarters. That's that's why I'm saying like on paper, without like just seeing how it is, if he gets through this obstacle, England are really in for a good shot to get a deep run into the tournament. Southgate wants to build suspense and drama. I'm telling you now. Well, this is my prediction right now, but I'm going to say the match is going to end a 1-1 between uh, Germany and England, and it'll go to penalties. <laughs> and England will just get through it by a... Uh, who, who, who's the most unlikely person to score a pen? Harry Maguire. <laughs> he, he, don't forget he scored... Don't forget, Maguire did score his penalty against Villarreal. So, yeah, Jordan Pickford's going to score the winning penalty for England. You think it's going to go down to... Yes, but my heart can't take that. Ten penalties each. 
Oh. I wanna I wanna ask you guys who has impressed you the most from any other groups? Team or individual? No, t- countries. Say both. Yeah, Say both. Oh, let's just let's just and hear indiv- individual. I want to hear team. what country has impressed you the most. Um, it could be a dark horse. It could be someone that you just enjoyed watching. Who have you just enjoyed in the group stages? Even if they got knocked out, who did you just enjoy? If I can be very honest with you, bro, the past two fixtures, my word, have Hungary really put people to the sword. They've played incredibly well. And they nearly went through. Yeah, they fought for their food. (laughs) Yeah. I suppose because they were hungry. Funny. Um, no, no. But I, I must admit, the atmosphere inside that Copenhagen stadium, even the first game, the second game, especially when it was 100% full, and the third game, my word, Denmark. It, the, as long as they're playing at home, they have your... You hit Keanu with your answer about hang, about your the team that impressed you, but then answer my question of individual that impressed you. An individual? Finland's keeper, my word. Would he like to save any more? <laughs> Um, to answer your question, Keanu, the team that has impressed me the most is, uh, Cameron did mention them and it's Denmark. Um, I think the way they rallied themselves after the tragic, you know, incident that, uh, took place in their first match. I'm glad to, I was glad to hear that he got better. Uh, I'm talking about Christian Eriksen, but you know, the way that they rallied themselves back into the, into, you know, into that, um, second game and into into the third game and managed to secure a space into the last 16 it's stuff of fairy tales almost you know and then i'm gonna say the individual that impressed me the most i'd love to say Lokatali, but he was you know i did say he was one to watch for me not only was it dejan kulisevsky from uh, yeah, sweden he's been very decent but i'm gonna say um i've been impressed by Dan James in Wales. I know he's not really someone that a lot of people think he's, you know, uh, he's he's not really a big talking point for a lot of people. But you you got to admit, he has been putting in some very good performances for Wales, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought Aaron Ramsey and, okay, especially Ramsey, kind of outshined the rest of the team. But James has been decent um, and so has Wales. Wales also, they haven't, they don't do anything flashy, but they just knuckle down and often get a get a dub under them, under their name. So, but to answer my own question, who's impressed me? Um, goodness, oh great! I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go bold. I'm gonna go Netherlands. I've watched the majority of the games. They had a bit of a... They are quite an entertaining team yes, to watch. Yes, I really enjoy their wing-backs with Dumfries and Genie Wijnaldum and Depay and Frankie de Jong. Genie actually scores. Yeah, it's them. it's a very entertaining watch. I watched their first game with Ukraine and they had a little bit of a oopsie and then they kind of quickly rectified it. And then the other games, they kind of easily just ran through them, to be honest. And... Mm. I've been very impressed with them. They're entertaining. I won't say they're going to go that far, but they're entertaining to watch. And they're also on the right side of the draw. So there's a good chance they also might get at least a semi-final run. Yeah, they might get a semi-final run. And then my 
player to to really impress me and I, there's probably going to be a lot of guys that are not going to agree with me but I really really enjoyed Pedri from Spain man's 18 and he's a baller he's an absolute baller really that he's got an eye for a pass he's always making we were once linked with him but he's currently yeah, Barcelona. he's, eight, he's, he's Barcelona 18 years old or he might even be 17 he's 18 I think He's brilliant. He really, really, really impressed me. I've watched Spain's games and they've obviously... I wouldn't say they've been bad. They just don't have a proper striker. Because Morata just misses every pen in the world. And yeah, there's no firepower or out-and-out striking. I think that's what they're lacking. So there's always the nice flashy passes. And it's nice to watch Tiki Taka. But there's nothing to, to finish it off. But yeah. You kind of actually... Reminded me of something I wanted to ask you guys by mentioning Morata. It's it's so it's actually weird to watch Spain without, like you said, an out and out strike. I still remember the days of David Villa. I'm probably mispronouncing that David Villa. And Torres. You know, when I watch Morata, it's 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 yeah, Fernando Torres as well. And then you get Morata. He's not. I mean, he performed quite well, quite well for Juventus this past season, but. Now it's kind of shocking what's happening. What's happening in that uh, Spain squad for him? So, like, my question for you guys is like, what, what actually, what's, what's happening? I mean, we see it now with Kane. We see it with, uh, we saw it with Morata. Why, why is it that players drop off? You know, uh, if you understand what I mean, um, they perform brilliantly in their in their respective clubs, but they drop off in the league. And then you get the vice versa, like with James Rodriguez, brilliant for Colombia, but he's kind of average when he played for Madrid and even for Everton. I think I think if you look at the James one specifically, bro, I den- I genuinely feel that that's that's a completely different story. I mean, in the Colombia team, you are bound to notice him because the quality that they have is fairly fairly high. Um, oh, not high, sorry. So you're going to notice someone with the qualities of James. Whereas when he gets thrown into a, a Madrid and Everton, he's not the only name there. You know, he's not the biggest guy there. In light of that, bro, I just think that, you know, it's one thing being a, a big player in a small team, but it's a completely different player being a big player for a big team. And maybe that's also where Kane is at the moment. Like, we see him play for Tottenham, but look who's around him. Bale hasn't necessarily been playing, but when he has played, he hasn't necessarily been the best. He's been good, but I wouldn't say he's been the best. Um, Son, you know, he had a decent season, especially at the beginning. He and Kane were going back and forth. But at Tottenham, because the quality of player there isn't necessarily as high as what's in the England squad, there's so many big-name players, even in the defense. Maguire, Trippier, Shaw, Chilwell. You know, it's, it's, it's big-name players. And maybe now when Kane gets thrown into that, instead of thriving, you know, he's not necessarily coming to the party. But I genuinely also think it's fatigue. But I also feel that the way England play doesn't necessarily support Kane's game. I mean, how many times, I'm not sure if you guys have seen highlights, when Sterling could have easily passed to Reese James against Slovakia, or Czech Republic, sorry, could have easily passed to him. And he tries to dribble through two defenders. That ball should be whipped into Kane. Kane probably headers it into the goal. Cheers. Game set match 2-3-0. But it's stuff like that. It's Southgate's 
ma- game management. It's the players he chooses to have on the team that also contribute to Kane's performance, especially if you're playing with an out-and-out striker. I feel a bit the same and then different to both of you because if Cameron's saying that there's better players, then surely Kane should do better because skill-wise and quality-wise... I agree with you, but some people don't necessarily no, rise no, to they the should top. be getting better service and what what else as he said i think fatigue is the highlight if we just look at kane but i think if you ask why do some players do well for their country and not for their club or for their club and not for the country i think i think it's a mentality thing as well because the first oak i think about is shakiri from switzerland he oh definitely the thing is he knows he's going to play the game against switzerland if he's good if he shits if he's whatever He's definitely playing where, for example, if he's at Liverpool, he can score 25 bicycle kicks in a row. You can bet your whole thing life he's not starting the game. So, Well, if he did score 25 no, goals, like I'm pretty in sure training, he would be starting the fact that he doesn't. Let's say he scores 25 bicycle kicks in training. But the thing is, that I also starting. think, even if we look where Klopp's been playing him, just for example, with Liverpool... Klopp's been playing him in the sense of the park. He doesn't do well in no, the sense of the park. I think Look where it's he plays just for it's a mentality thing. Like, I'm pretty sure he gets pumped up. Yes, I, I'm not excusing like, that. I'm just saying that, like, there's so many different reasons. But I also feel they are professional footballers. They literally get paid. Yeah, but also there's a lot. Think about it. If, if you know, uh, well, I'm going to just be on the bench anyway then cool, I'm going to train, I'm going to do my thing, I'm going to get my wage, I'm going to come on, try and make an impact, and it's done. Yeah. But if you know you, I'm starting the game, I'm going to make, I'm for my country, then I think he, he puts But then puts can, can I ask a, an interesting question then? If you're saying that based on the mentality thing, what's up with the Sancho thing? Man gets, what, 36 goals and assists, or 36 goal contributions in 38 games for Dortmund this season. Man hasn't even started. That is disgusting. With all due respect to to Saka and Sterling and whatnot, bro, play the man that's better. I I did see something about this recently on uh, on Sky, was it or I don't know? It was just an article that I recently saw. But they are questioning. Perhaps is it you know because he plays in Germany? Is it? I couldn't care where he plays, Tubbs. If he gets thirty six goals or, or thirty six goal contributions in 38 games you I understand him. I've seen his stats and I think he's brilliant I think that's Same why that, he's I go back to then if we're looking at stats then what about Trippier Trippier's stats were horrendous and he was potentially going to get selected above Reese James and Trent look what what I what I want to say is that you know there's some speculation that he's it's you know kind of a because of the fact he plays in Germany and not in the Premier League, that's that one of the reasons. Though. That's absolute but, uh, You know, it's... That's it's, absolute it's, shit. I understand. It's, like I said, it's speculation that I read on in an article. But, but to be Tubbs, honest, what I'm saying, if, if England don't win the world... If England don't win Euros, right? Everyone's going to look back and be like, but you didn't play your strongest squad. Because even here, as an England fan, right? Incredibly frustrating like to, to see the team that he puts out. And, you know, considering all that we have, but then maybe it's one of the cases where there is too much talent that he doesn't really know who to play. So he goes with the safe bet rather than the audacious As I told you guys, I think he's just uh, following a system and... Okay, Keanu, would you start Sterling? Yes or no? On current form, yes. 
because he oh scored the only two goals of England, bro. You can't say he shouldn't start. He was pretty much gifted. He then. still scored them. <laughs> but okay. For once. Tubbs, would you start Sterling, yes or no? I wouldn't, but I wouldn't start Sancho either. Okay, that's evident. I would probably play Grealish and Rashford together up front. And that was exactly what I was going to say. If you don't start Grealish, then you can start Sancho. And then maybe bring Saka on as a mm. as a sub or even Sterling. But I would say your your main options in order, in my opinion, would be Rashford, Grealish. Mount. Well, Mount, I've seen some other squads. And I would say I'd play Mount and Foden more centrally. I would yeah. get rid of the whole double pivot thing yeah. where it's yeah. Phillips yeah. and Rice. But but let's but let's have a quick uh, overview of uh, the group of death. How are we feeling about France? Because I also feel that they are a team that also has... Yeah, and we were kind of saying fight. they're going to win the tournament. Well, I think now so it's can. more the, the battle between Belgium and France Italy. I still think France are going to win, but yeah, we can, we can go. When I watched Belgium, I can see some frailties in their team. I definitely can see a bunch of frailties in their team. They're missing a certain talisman to really drive them they to win the, the tournament. No, they're missing the real talisman. If you say Origi, I'm going to... Nah, bro. The real, real talisman. Keanu knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, Marouane Fellaini. Oh, you always my. have to make it crap, bro. <laughs> For all our listeners out there, um, <laughs> Tubbs was dropped as a child, so please do excuse his... <laughs> oh, gosh. His stupidity but... in this moment. No, but real, real facts. Um, I don't think anyone wanted to win that group, eh? I mean, Portugal, did they want it? Did they not want it? Was, were those Your really order. pens? Were they not pens? At the end of the day, Portugal nearly got knocked out. Germany nearly got knocked out. Hungary nearly went through. Uh, France didn't necessarily take a grip of the group after beating Germany in the first game. What I would like to speak about is how how bad Turkey were. Yeah, your dark horse team, eh? What, what I would say about Turkey, and I watch most of their games, is that they have great individuals, but they are crap as a team and they crumble under pressure they crumble under pressure and they get hot under the collar and all they want to do is just fight and dive and whatnot Shanoglu, i mean i don't know how you're going to fit into that inter lineup but based on your euro performances the whole team was very bad bro i really even Seyunchu, i was very surprised with him bro because i thought he was going to do a lot better than what he did like I watched, I I didn't watch much of the first game, unfortunately, against Italy, but they anyways got thrashed. Then I watched them against, I think it was Wales. They were horrendous. And then I knew when they played Switzerland, I was like, they're going to get, they're going to get thrashed. And it's exactly what happened. And it's just, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I don't know why I just looked at that team and I really thought, you know what, I don't think you're going to maybe get to, like, semis, but I thought, you know what, you're going to cause a couple of upsets, and damn, they were day disappointed. They were really bad. Really, really bad. Look, um, team that re- that could have caused a massive upset was Hungary against Germany. I was I could really feel that Cinderella moment coming, but that, that goal from Goretzka was, was really good. Mm. But uh, regarding Turkey, um, it was just a lot of, like you said, a lot of individual talent and no real cohesive teamwork from them. 
I did watch all three of their matches. Um, the structure and the defense was poor. Um, moving forward, it was all... Once they got into the final third, they just they just reverted back, tried to restart something, but then they'd lose the ball from poor passes. Other than that, I would just say that um, very unfortunate as to what happened to Turkey. But um, I also, you know, I wasn't expecting that performance from Switzerland, to be honest. When I watched their first two matches, I just thought it was so lethargic. I just thought goodbye Switzerland. But they surprised me, definitely. But I can't see them really moving forward into the next round. Um, I'm not, it's not that I'm, I mean, of course, as be me being Swiss, I don't want to be like, you know, against my own country, but I'm, I'm a realist. They have an aging squad. That's the exact same problem with, uh, with Poland. There was none really there to support. I think that the problem is that it's too much central. It's too much, uh, aimed towards possible to Lewandowski and hope for the best. I would like to just quickly switch topics again, and I, I wanted to speak about to you guys about this for a for a long time. I watched Austria's games, and probably not the most entertaining country at the Euros, but I I could clearly see how you identify world class players from different players, because what are you talking about, Marco and Altovich? No, I'm talking about. David, 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 Alaba. David Alaba. My man, that guy, I've never seen, like I watched the football match and I've never seen someone read danger as well as that guy. Just, he's two, he's always two steps ahead of his teammates. And just even in attacking sense, he's always delivering good crosses. He's in good positions. And I just, I really saw where, like, a single player can carry a lesser talented con- country. Well, that's what Andy Robertson pretty much did for. Pretty much for like Scotland. those those key standout players, and he's the the one that like really caught my eye. I know he's he's a good player, but I just no, I agree. Yes, he's been a talisman for Bayern, and I think Real Madrid They're are going to. I mean, if, if Real Madrid are going to play. Planning to play him in that um, left centre back role that he was playing in, in the previous season for Bayern. Madrid is not gonna miss uh, Aguirre, um, not Aguirre, Ramos, uh, Ramos or Varane if Varane does leave. Yeah, I got, I heard that he was rumor that he asked to leave, but we shall must see what happens. But no, you are right. I think David Alaba is one of those. Players that really shine. Yeah, look, it's probably not only him. I just, I you really just. Insigne as well was another player. Insigne was another player who really proved his doubters wrong. I think it was in the World Cup where he didn't really perform up to what he was, you know, what people thought he was capable of, and I think he really shined. Um, one last question for the uh, for the evening boys before we go into into depth of the. In, yeah, in, before we go into depth of um, of the last 16 and throw out our predictions. Um, quickly, from each of you, one player that you've seen and you wish, damn, I want him at Liverpool. I'm going to say Isak. Alexander Isak from Sweden. Okay. 
Yeah. I like his movement on the ball. He's tall. He's young. He's only 21. Um, reasonably priced. And, uh, yeah, I think there. Um, purely because I think we have a lot of depth in the midfield, which we've said once before with Liverpool. And I just think he would be... Look, we'd all want the Mbappe. We all want the Haaland. But on a more realistic basis, um, yeah, I'd probably go for him. Keanu, I, th- I predict he'd, he's going to say Pedri. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he he would be nice, nice, but I don't mind if we... I really like Kulevskif. How do you say it? Kulevskifsky? Kulevsky? Kulevsky. Yeah, from Sweden. He really impressed me. And I want to say Dumfries, but he won't fit in because there's no like position available, I think, for him. But And I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say we should have given Genie Wijnaldum an extra contract, but we leave that there. For United, I'm going to just say Manuel Locatelli from Italy. Uh, he's fantastic. I said it from before the tournament. Um, I'm continuously saying it when I, whenever I watch Italy play. I think he'd be brilliant playing next to Paul Pogba. I think just on that, since you again, I think McTominay is a decent player. He's really a decent player. I watched I watch Scotland's game. I agree. You could I would I would actually play him at at centre back alongside Maguire if you guys don't get a centre back. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> but um let's 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 before we go into uh fantasy booking territories, let's hit up um the predictions of the last sixteen. Yeah, we we're gonna make a collective one. Um let's not waste too much of our uh, beloved listeners' time. Um, and let's just all right. Let's go quickly. Let's fly through them. You guys ready? All right. First game, Wales Denmark. Tubbs. Denmark. Denmark. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Denmark. I just think that they have way. I think that there's a lot of emotion in that team, and I think that they're currently using that emotion in a good way. All right. Let's move. Italy Austria. Italy. Next game. Netherlands. Netherlands, Czech Republic. Oh, I'm going to go Netherlands as well. Belgium, Portugal. Portugal. I'm going to also go Portugal. On penalties. <laughs> I was going to say Belgium. <laughs> I was going to say Belgium, man. I'm just saying on penalties. You heard it here first. Croatia, Spain. Spain. Don't, don't, don't get confused with Croatia beating Scotland. Scotland don't do they don't do tournaments, so. Spain. Spain. I think I'll go Spain. I think that 5-0 really has... Don't think Croatia are good. They're really not. They're really not. <laughs> Until they knock out Spain. <laughs> then, <laughs> Anyway. I mean, if you put head-to-head Scotland and uh, Slovakia... Um, nah, hmm. um, Slovakia... I don't know. Which one would you guys say was is a better team between those two? I would say Scotland is a better team. Scotland. Meaning that Croatia should be stronger in that game, but I'll say Spain. Yeah, but, but but we'll see. Yeah, I think Spain just have a little bit too much firepower. With Morata, um, no. France, Switzerland, France. I'm going France. Yeah, England, and Germany. No offense to any Swiss people out there. Um, I'm a realist. Yeah, England are winning it. England on pens. I'm not going on pens. England. I'm going England. 
one one at ninety minutes and then uh, Pickford to score no. a penalty to win it. <laughs> I think I Jeez. think two nil. Eh? Yeah, me out. I think two nil. Full Foden one naught. What minute? Sixty one fifty. Like fifty. Sixty one fifty. I I was, uh, look. I was about to yeah. just reiterate the fact that did you see? Did you watch that match again? Did you watch Germany's match against I Hungary? Did, yeah. Did you see that fight mm. that they th- that they threw in to just to get that draw, just to get that second, that first goal, that second mm. goal? Yeah, with I think it's going to be very difficult for England to stop them from moving any more forward from from scoring a goal. Yeah, I'm I just think going England because England are the better team anyway, from what I've seen. I think Germany have no, more I talent. So. I definitely think Germany are the more talented team. I don't. But I, I don't. Think Oh, bro, again, on the field at that time, you're telling me you're going to take no, Sterling over Gnabry? Get wrecked, bro. At the current minute, you're going to take Kane over Havertz? Uh, Get wrecked. No, you're going to take uh, Havertz. I take, I take Mount over Havertz. I take Kane I over Havertz. I think England have a better team, the... and I think England are going to win. Ta- I take Rashford over Sané. I think go. it's just going to be an interesting game, but we all said yeah. England. Um... On to the next Swedish. game. Uh, Sweden, Sweden, Ukraine. This one's tough. But uh, yeah, I do think Sweden have a little bit more in the tank. I but I will say, it. Sweden will go through, but um, Yarmolenko to score. So a 2-1 you're rating. It's going to be a 1-0 solid defense and that that, that Ikea goalpost won't be coming down, I'm telling you now. Yeah, Ikea. it's Ikea versus Ukraine. <laughs> Mm. All right, so gentlemen, that's the group stage and round of sixteen presented. We will be uh, chatting in in due course to discuss the round of sixteen, which ends next week Tuesday. So probably uh, next week Wednesday, we'll be um, engaging with our viewers once again. Um, but thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's been nice to chat to you guys again, and uh, to all our listeners out there, please do enjoy a great. Uh, weekend enjoy the football put your feet up and in the words of tubs what's it uh grab your favorite beverage drink of choice and sit back relax but gentlemen thank you so much um and yeah see you guys in the next one cheerio peace out peace out